Has anybody ever given you advice by saying something along the lines of, trust your intuition, follow your heart, listen to your inner voice, and you're sitting there thinking, all right, what am I supposed to do with that? You're probably faced with some sort of decision that you have to make, and you're just weighing through your options, trying to make sure that you don't make a bad choice. Here's what I figured out about this whole trusting your intuition or following the gut feelings, which is what we're talking about today. But let's start with this story to better paint the picture. Back in the winter of 2009, it finally came together for me. I had this dream, this ultimate desire that if I could make it happen, my life would pretty much be complete. Now, if we go back even further, Christmas morning, probably 2002 or so, I got my first guitar under the Christmas tree. It was a Washburn acoustic guitar. It had gold hardware, a nice gloss finish, and it was made perfect for starting out. Needless to say, I was hooked. I started learning chords and listening to my favorite bands like Reliant K, Blink-182, and Paramore with a whole new appreciation for the music itself. I was hooked not only on being a guitar player, but becoming a rock star. I dreamt of the big leagues under the lights, thousands of fans screaming and singing along at the show. The only problem was that I couldn't find the right band to be a part of. I played in church youth bands, I did some solo coffee shop gigs, and even tried forming a band with my buddy who was a drummer, and we called ourselves Less Than Perfect, and that is exactly what we were. It was not very good. And if I look back and ask myself the question, could I have been more courageous? Could I have put myself out there a little bit more? Of course, but nonetheless, the dream was burning strong inside. Then after years of no luck, I kind of gave up on the whole rock star dream, and in 2009, I graduated high school in the suburbs of Cincinnati, Ohio, where I grew up, and I drove two and a half hours north to a small college town called Bowling Green, Ohio. My freshman year, first semester was nearing an end, and I got a Facebook message from an old high school acquaintance. We passed each other in the halls, but I didn't really know him. This guy named Chris. He was this tatted up drummer, stretched ears, and a wardrobe that was basically all black. He hit me up and he said he was putting together a pop rock band and needed a guitar player and a singer. A couple weeks later, I was at home on Christmas break, so I met up with the band. They like all the same music I did, and they had the same dreams and aspirations. So they gave me the address to some random dude's house, and there was a recording studio down in the basement. Come to find out, it was their manager who didn't last for very long, but that's where I auditioned to see if I could make the cut. It went okay, I guess. They threw me in a vocal booth and had me sing along to some of the songs that they were about to start recording themselves. And they liked my vibe and they thought I'd be a good fit as a guitar player and then sing some harmonies on the side as well. I was in. And in no time, we were writing songs, recording albums, played in a bunch of local shows, toured the Midwest through cities like Chicago, Boston, New York City, the list goes on. And we partied with other bands and fans all along the way. Every time I signed an autograph, which I completely sucked at, I felt like a rock star. All we needed to do was get signed to a record label so that we could actually start making money, and then we could do bigger tours with larger bands and we'd be getting famous, right? The dream was taking shape into my reality, but something felt off. And no, it wasn't because of all the hard ciders and the joints being passed around after the show. Something was just missing, and I started to see that the rock star life may not be worth sacrificing everything for. And what I haven't mentioned yet is that although my passion for music ran deep, so did the desire to be a family man. Find a nice girl, settle down, have kids, buy a house, 
and maybe one day share my rock star adventures with my children as well. I was realizing how much time and sacrifice would go into becoming this rich and famous rocker, and I had this gut feeling that sacrificing everything for that just wasn't the right path. And obviously, for anybody at 19 years old, it's hard to distinguish what the right decision is, especially when it's a potential life-altering decision. This little voice in my head and this little feeling in my stomach had me feeling like I needed to get out. I didn't know what it meant, and although all logic would say I should stay in the band at least another year or two, I followed my gut and I quit the band. That was a tough conversation with the guys that felt like a really bad breakup. I was packing up all my stuff and moving on. Looking back now, I'm glad that I followed my gut for many reasons. However, the band did go on to record another album, do some more touring, but eventually the flame died and the band fell apart about a year or so after I'd stepped away. You see, any life worth living is going to be filled with moments where you need to make a decision. And although there are many motives that one may possess when faced with a tough decision, it seems to me that all decisions are rooted in one of two emotional premises, love or hate, or you could say risk or opportunity, or even excitement or fear. In all choices we make, we're either running towards something or away from something. Neither is wrong, neither is right, and many times there's more than one good option, or vice versa. Although some may argue that in certain moves, such as switching car insurance providers, for example, it has no emotional tie whatsoever in the decision-making process, which may be 99% true. However, you're either switching providers because you hated the previous company for whatever reason, or there's major incentive to switch over to the new one. What's up guys, I'm Evan, and I am obsessed with the process of building a better life on my own terms through solopreneurship. Starting as a self-taught email marketing freelancer, I've been able to build a successful six-figure business in just a few short years. And I'm here to share what's worked for me and what I'm currently learning in order to help you go from wherever you are today to living your best life on your own terms. Now let's keep going. So there's three built-in decision-driving components that we as humans have just wired within us. We have our brain, which is where logic and reason kind of comes from. We have our heart, which is where emotions come from. Then you have your gut, gut feelings, gut instincts, intuition. It's the in-between and everything else, but nonetheless, a primary component to how we make decisions. Sometimes your brain and your heart and your gut, they're all gonna align and it makes a decision really easy. And other times, not so much. My brain said, stay in the band. My heart was on the fence and my gut was like, move on now. My wish for you is that you build an awareness of your gut feelings. Like I said, some may call it a gut instinct and learn to trust it in business and in life. But what is a gut feeling and how do you learn to trust it? Gut feelings are part of your conscience that are based on your personal experiences, mixed in with what you've been taught about right and wrong, and so much more. The culture you are familiar with, the morals that were held in your childhood household, and the ups and downs of your past decisions all help shape your moral compass and the gut feelings you may experience because of it. These all contribute to the direction or inner compass of the gut feelings you have throughout life. And although there's vast similarities, your inner compass is unique to you. Like a fingerprint, we all have them, but if you zoom in and look at it up close, everybody's fingerprint is slightly different from one person to the next. 
to add when we have certain dreams, desires, or aspirations, our emotions are likely to get involved. And when this is the case, we have to recognize that both facts and feelings are now a part of the equation and making the best decision in any given scenario. However, learning to trust and take advantage of your gut instinct, it only comes through practice and it can be refined by continually developing yourself. As you develop your mind, your heart, and you begin to mature, so too will your gut instinct sharpen. Gut feelings are great to consider if you don't have much data or logic to go off of right away. In marketing, data drives decisions almost always, and this is a good thing. But data filtered by instincts can be great for those who've spent the time developing themselves in this area. If you want to break the mold and be known for something different, you'll definitely have to take some risks and follow your gut in a handful of instances. Here's a four-question exercise that you can try out to help you decide what's best when you're stuck with a decision to make and you're just not really sure what to do. Try this out. Ask yourself, number one, is this your first conversation about or attempt at blank, whatever that is that you're faced with? Number two, would there be a moral dilemma that arose from your decision, depending on whether you go path A or path B? Is there a moral issue that arises from that decision? Number three, create a simple pros and cons list. A lot of times writing it out, we have more ideas that come to mind and then being able to physically look at your thoughts allows you to better register the information and make an informed decision because of it. And then number four, with all that in mind, what would be best? Taking the path of least resistance versus the most valuable path according to your goals. Neither one's right, neither one's wrong. If you run yourself through these four questions around whatever tough decision you're trying to make, this should help you pick the best choice. Just remember, you got into business for yourself for a reason, or you want to leave your traditional job for good reason. Trusting your gut takes time to develop. And remember, good things happen for those who make good things happen. Until next time, peace.